Hi, loves. Um, so today is a special episode. It is talking to a topic that I need so much that I talking to a topic that I think, well, firstly, I'm very emotional about. So you may hear my I just did it again. You may hear me um not get my words across as clearly as I usually do, and that's okay. That's kind of part of what we are speaking about. I am not going to edit and perfect this. In any way, as you guys know, if you've been here before, um, you know, my most human self meets your most human self. And I'm hoping that there's also going to be a few of you that haven't heard me before. And the people that are maybe my more regular listeners are going to share this with the people that they love, that they know could do with some support right now. Um, so as you guys know, I've been personally impacted by everything happening in Israel and Gaza. I was there on October 7th. I have family there, loved ones there. Um, and I really have been asking myself that question of like, what can I do? Okay, and there's things that I've been doing in the meantime, but really pushing myself. So like, what can I do that other people can't do? What is the value that I can offer to the world, to the community, to those that need it? Um that is uniquely mine to do um as well as you know donating um gathering people and actually organizing some group sessions and and things with people that have been contacting me um and so of course it became very obvious that our work around time hacking I would say at this point in time the idea that we can do less and achieve more the idea that we don't have to do all the things to produce the results has gone from being optional um, to mandatory to absolutely necessary and so I've decided to I did decide to create a free training on how to get things done during a crisis how to achieve things during a crisis because I was hearing over and over again from people all over the world in different crises might I add because there are multiple crises there are multiple wars we're dealing with the hottest year on record we're dealing with a cost of living crisis we are dealing with um raging fires there's so many unfortunately there's so many crises and we still got whiplash from covid um so you know we're being impacted by multiple crises and what i've been hearing because the first thing i like to do is listen what i've been listening to is people telling me they are struggling to focus and get things done they are struggling you know to not get easily distracted and go down social media rabbit holes even though they've got the best intentions and promise today is going to be different I'm hearing from people that they are struggling to get motivated or when they are motivated or have been motivated they're feeling guilty for having been motivated I'm hearing from people that they just don't know how to get things done how to prioritize um I'm hearing from people that they feel you know, less attached to their work, to their productivity, and they're finding it hard to connect to what they are doing. Um, I've heard from people that they feel like they are living separately to themselves, kind of disconnected to their own selves right now, and that makes it very hard to get things done. Um, I've heard lots more things, but I just wanted to give a few examples in case you relate to them. And I really just want to start by saying, when you face a crisis, any crisis, your brain by design will operate differently. This is by design, right? This is exactly how it's supposed to, right? Our brain's one job, as I've said multiple times on this podcast, is not actually to be productive. It doesn't really care about productivity. That's like a recent phenomena. Our brain really cares about survival. 
Our brain just wants to keep you alive. And when you are experiencing crises, there are changes that happen in your brain by design to keep you alive. There are things and parts of your brain that are in overdrive, right? Which is why we can feel more stressed, more anxious, even have, you know, our heart racing and our body, you know, sweating more or whatever it might be. And then there are things that are suppressed, right? So when we are in crisis, and I want you to think about if you were to be chased by a lion, it's not so useful to have like long-term thinking, for example, and this is going to impact our decision-making, our ability to prioritize, to make decisions, um, our clarity around making decisions. And all of these things are just happening by design. Now, this is a problem to our productivity programming, but it is not a problem to you individually. It is not a problem actually to your survival. And I want to let you all know that it's possible to still achieve and still get things done while living through a crisis, if that is what you choose. I'm going to break down a few examples for you and also talk to you about a free training that I'm doing um, as my way of giving back to those that are struggling with crises right now um, called How to Get Things Done in a Crisis, where I'm really going to go into tools from my paid program, talk you through how to implement change so that you can be productive right now and get things done right now in a way that is not jarring to you or your brain or requiring you to push or force yourself or guilt or shame yourself or argue with yourself in any way, but really to collaborate with yourself. That is how you get things done now. So the first thing I wanted to touch on today um, is really if you find yourself comparing what you are getting done today, this week, or have done in the last month, um, compared to what you achieved in the past, then know what, what this is going to do is block you being productive, right? It's going to create shame and blame and spiral you into minimizing yourself, your capabilities, and what you are capable Well, I just said that, your capabilities. At least I gave you a pre-warning that my brain was a bit wonky. Um exactly what I'm speaking about, right? I could be, I could sit here and be like, oh, it's so frustrating that I'm not getting my words out that I want to. Or instead of criticizing myself for how I'm different to how I was before the crisis or what I'm doing differently or not doing that I was doing before the crisis, what I'm focusing on every day is celebrating one thing that I've achieved. So you know for sure once I've recorded this podcast, I will be celebrating it. And you guys can celebrate listening to this podcast. You guys can celebrate signing up for the How to Get Things Done During a Crisis Workshop. We'll make sure the link is in the show notes. Now, this this like quietens the shame and, and loudens, if that's the right word. It replaces shame essentially with pride. And pride, when you feel proud of yourself, think about how you show up to your day or to a task, to your relationships, or for yourself when you're feeling proud versus when you're feeling shame. It will be completely different. It's kind of like rocket fuel. Now, maybe that pride won't last all day, but it doesn't need to. Maybe it will last 20 minutes for you to get something done instead of sitting in the shame spiral. So that's my my invitation for you is to celebrate something you've, you've achieved today, something you've done today. And that can be, and, and very much, I will celebrate you listening to this podcast. I will celebrate you signing up to the how to get things done during a crisis workshop and taking care of yourself as a priority. You are the, the number one influence of everything that you do. You have to take care of yourself. That's what you are doing by listening to this podcast. That's what someone has done by sharing this podcast with you. They facilitated you taking care of yourself. And that's what you will continue to do at the workshop. Um, 
The second thing I want to talk to is what I'm hearing a lot of is just, you know, suppressing emotions and how are you? I'm fine. I'm okay. I don't know what to say, like a numbness. Now there is, I will tell you that there is a point where maybe it does feel safer to have that numbness, to have that fineness, but there's a difference between, you know, allowing and actively suppressing and you'll be suppressing when you are arguing with your emotions and you'll know that you're doing this unfortunately because you will have bursts of those emotions you might have bursts of anger you might have bursts of tears and what's that what that's telling us is that you are actively suppressing your emotions so instead I encourage you to get ahead of the curve and not only allow your emotions but like use your body, use your voice, experience them. That might look like yelling. That might look like crying. That might look like moving. Some people love running. I am not a runner. I've spoken about it before on this podcast, but moving in some way that supports you. So the, so the emotion isn't just being held inside your body. Now, what this means is your brain and your body has less work. It's going to get less exhausted as it's not fighting with your emotions to keep them. I think of it like a volleyball like a blow up ball that someone's trying to hold under the water and it's so exhausting all the time and it's literally not achieving anything. So by allowing your emotions and literally like using your body, using your voice, using your senses to experience them in whatever way, by the way, even if it feels weird, try away. I knew, um, I saw a woman once like get out of yoga mat and move through the emotions in her body. And even though I don't do that, I think it's just that willingness. She only got figured that out that that helped her by trialing and testing multiple things. So I encourage you to trial and test multiple things. If that is closing a door and yelling, if that is going for a run, if that is punching the air or whatever it might be, putting on music, putting, getting out the yoga mat, whatever it might be. Um, really what we're doing here is we're saving you from unnecessary exhaustion and distraction and feeling out of control with those emotional bursts. The next one I want to talk to is no surprise, but it's particularly important right now. A lot of the advice that I read online around how to get things done during a crisis is all related to, you know, setting the perfect morning routine and creating perfect plans and following those plans. And I really, you know, specifically now, if you are already someone who struggles to follow plans down to a T and do everything in your calendar, now is not the time to do things that already you know don't work for you if they already work for you and then keep doing what works for you don't be and and as long as it's still working for you but for sure instead of obsessing over perfecting plans that you've not managed to perfect already through no fault of yours you know if you listen to this podcast you'll know I speak to that a lot commit to one thing that you'll get done now this saves you so much time you get all the time back that you would spend planning on something that you wouldn't necessarily see through on and you avoid all the you know self-criticism and drama and spiraling into like why can't I do what I said I would do which is a drain not just on your time and energy but also on your confidence also on your relationship to yourself also on kindness and compassion Um, and what we do by committing to one thing we'll get done is we create an avenue for fast success And that is going to fuel us very differently than, you know, obsessing over perfect plans that we won't complete. And and it also creates safety for some of us to rest. You might decide one thing leads to another thing, leads to another thing, and that's great. And sometimes you might decide one thing leads to 
relief that you've done one thing and now you want to close it up and rest. So those are some takeaways I wanted to give you today, but I really want to invite you to attend the How to Get Things Done During a Crisis training, where you will get specific strategies for how to get things done during a crisis. You can implement immediately. We'll go deeper into the brain and how it's, you know, how it needs to be supported right now, what's happening in it right now. And you'll get the opportunity to get live coaching by me, Q&A, including anonymous Q&A by me. I'm really putting myself out there to support you. I want to support as many people as I can right now. I promise you, everyone you know is struggling. And that's why I'm really asking you to share this podcast with one person you love, one person you care about. Do it for them because they don't they don't deserve to miss out on this opportunity. And then sign up with them. You can send it to your entire team. You can send it to your entire family. You can send it to your WhatsApp groups. You can send it to your best friend, to your kids, whoever. And I will say, I mean, you guys know me, I do swear. So (laughs) maybe not teeny kids. And you get to show up exactly as you are. You guys won't be on video. That means you can have noise, you can have food, you can have whatever you need. You can lie in bed whatever feels comfortable to you. You just get to show up as you are. And only if you want to come on video, the coaching part will not be recorded. And if you sign up, you will get the training sent to you to watch a replay. I understand that some people might want to rewatch. So we want to give you guys the opportunity to do that. But it's only when you come live that you will experience coaching and we will not be recording that, um, the coaching and the Q&A for anyone. So if you just click the link in the show notes and sign up to how how to get things done during a crisis, the workshop is there. I really encourage you to share this podcast episode and or to jump straight in and invite a friend or two um, or three. (laughs) The more the merrier, really. I like just think about when you are having those conversations and someone says, I've got too much to do or it's so hard right now. I can't focus. Like you have the answer. You've got it right here for them. Help me help them. Help them find the help that they need. You can share the event to your social media page. You can tag me. If you do, I will also share it. Um, and obviously you can always support the podcast by leaving a review. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for helping me get the word out there. Thank you for helping me fulfill my purpose and my value and my contribution that people are so craving right now. I love you all. Bye. Hey, if you want to get five hours a week back minimum for life, then I want to invite you to join Time Hackers. It's this podcast on speed where you'll get access to time hacking tools not shared on the podcast. You'll get access to my proven process for hacking your time to get five hours back every week at least. It's also my favorite place to hang out and will be yours too as you connect with other time hackers where you'll get celebrated, supported, and coached, of course. You are a time hacker. This is where you belong. Head to vickilouise.com forward slash group. I can't wait to see you there.